I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Can we just listen to Van Halen for the next hour? Is that cool with everybody? Oh, yeah! I want to hear you do that on the PA speakers out at Snyder. I don't... I, we never hear Van Halen at the Bill or at in Bramlage. I, I just want the oh, yeah! I just want to hear you do that. Let it echo around for a while. What, did it sound okay? It sounded fine. <laughs> sounded, it sounded better than Dave trying to do it nowadays. I, I need to... Oh. <laughs> you got that right. I mean, yeah. Poor David Lee Roth. He's trying to get out there and, and deliver, but he just doesn't have... Um, his voice just doesn't have the impact No, that it used to have. No. Doesn't have the stamina. You know, it's just... It's gone. It's kind of gone. Yeah, you know. But damn it, this is a great song. Tremendous. Well, isn't it uh, Sammy Hagar? He's going to go on tour. Trying to think of exactly who. He's got Michael Anthony. He's got. Thank you, Michael Anthony. Yeah, he's got Satriani with him. Uh, Essentially, it's Chicken Foot plus Satriani. There you go. And they're going to do like a Van Halen. Mm Mm-hmm. I saw him him and Michael Anthony doing a bit the other day where they called themselves the other half. Well, and it got out there that David Lee Roth like was invited to go on this tour and that he accepted it. And then they come out like it was Sammy Hagar that came out and said like we did not invite David Lee Roth on this tour because I don't think David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar are cool. Maybe they no, are now. I don't know, but I, I don't believe they are. That's been a hell of a back and forth over the years. Well, and I I do prefer the David Lee Roth era. Of Van Halen, I think they're both great. Um, you know, and there's very few bands out there that have gone from one very popular singer to the other and have the fan base enjoy mostly enjoy both versions. The other example of that would be ACDC. Um, as a matter of fact, um, you know, the second era of ACDC was the most popular one. No offense to Bon Scott, who passed away, but they, they still put out some amazing music. Right, exactly. Almost as if, honestly, that they they upped their game 
with a change in singer because of health. But um, but Van Halen, I will say Sammy Hagar has the much better voice, and he always has. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. But so I, I'm totally cool with hearing Sammy Hagar perform some David Lee Roth era music. be interesting to hear david lee roth try to try to do the sammy hagar era music welcome to hour to the game I, i'm Mitch just Ford trying to think that through I, that that doesn't sound right to me I, I can't imagine david lee trying to do sammy hagar's i'm just trying to get us to a happy place <laughs> um still i you know when talking music i'm never down in the dumps when i talk about music it's a good or, call yeah. yeah i mean sports can just get you so bent out of shape um so much negative um, too many negative headlines surrounded by sports every single day. Um, and typically around here, it's been rather positive ever since I've taken over the show. But now we that completely came to a halt as of really about 48 hours ago. It was less than that, that we got the week, we want Naquan chance. And after the game, beating Villanova in overtime, which – we should still be talking about that game, about how big of a win that was. Naquan Tomlin was with the students celebrating the victory with, with the rest of the team and Jerome Tang. It was the first time this year that Tang, right after the handshake line, bolted for the student section. And it was just the second time all time that the team followed and wabashed with the students. The first one, I believe, was actually senior day this past year. And let me tell you, uh, I, I've been a public address announcer for K-State now for eight years. And the for, for basketball, there's no doubt the Jerome Tang era and the moments out of that have been absolutely my favorite. To announce for, just to be able to watch it in person. I feel lucky to be there and get paid for being there. And yes, being a part of the fan experience and being part of the environment. But man, does this team make my job easy. Because they are the environment. They they have created this. They have improved K-Stamens basketball from not just a wins and losses standpoint, overall talent, the response from the students and the fan base is at an unbelievable level. But that has now recently been threatened, unfortunately. When, in, of course, in-depth in hour number one, yesterday at 6.41 p.m., KSAT Athletics and was, you know, of course, the headline reads that this was released by KSAT Athletics Director Gene Taylor, but what has been reported, this is the words of KSAT President Richard Linton, and it's Gene Taylor taking some bullets, and that is that on Wednesday night, K-State Athletics said this, We have heard the concerns and the questions from K-State fans and friends around Naquan Tomlin's indefinite suspension from the men's basketball team. Situations like these are difficult. We know you want answers, but federal privacy laws largely prohibit the University of Kansas State Athletics to publicly discuss specific information around circumstances like this. Those laws are in place to protect our student-athletes and more specifically in this instance to protect Naquan Tomlin and he is working through the process designed to support him and lift him out of a difficult time. 
allowing for that space and time is critical, but in today's digital age, that unfortunately can lead to the spread of rumors and misinformation, and in this case, much of the information on social media is incorrect. I have been monitoring monitoring the situation and overseeing Naquan's suspension with Coach Tang's involvement. While we cannot share the specifics and have led to this outcome due to the reasons stated above, K-State Athletics can now share that Naquan Tomlin will no longer be available, no longer be able to continue with K-State men's basketball team. This decision was not made lightly by me, but it is the decision warranted by the circumstances that brought it to bear. And it later on said that this is the only comment that will be issued from Kansas State University and K-State Athletics. And since that, it's been reported that, uh, well, a number of things have been reported, and it's been all through sources, what these particular individuals have heard from those inside either K-State Athletics or from, you know, people even higher that represent Kansas State University. And that is this did not come from Gene Taylor. It was from President Richard Linton, and that Gene Taylor is taking the bullets. That at one point in time, President Richard Linton had told Jerome Tang and Casey Men's basketball, either directly or through Gene Taylor, that Naquan can come back if certain things are met, certain things have improved. Don't know what that criteria was, but what from what we have learned, that those were all met and that Naquan Tomlin was still not reinstated, and that I had mentioned yesterday on the show yesterday that I, I was holding back, and that's because we don't we might not know something major that is holding Naquan Tomlin back. There might be important information we don't know, and let, let's be real, guys, that could still stand. There might still be something major. That's another scenario, that there could still be something very important that we don't know, and as K-State mentioned in this press release, they're not allowed to talk about. There could be something that's going on and we don't know that could affect this outcome. But it's also been reported that the information known by Richard Linton that is being kept secret, that we don't know if that does exist, that information is known by others at the top of Kansas State University, and it's been reported and from what I've also heard, Richard Linton was not happy about these leaks. Mm-hmm. And that is, they know that information, and they were still okay with reinstating Naquan Tomlin, and they didn't agree that the right decision would be to dismiss Naquan Tomlin from the men's basketball team. So once again, I am just sharing what has been reported and what we know. And this has created one of the biggest messes I have ever seen since I've been reporting and covering Kansas State Athletics. And even before that, really. When it comes athletics versus the university and who's in charge. Um, And I said in the first hour as well, I fear that this has jeopardized the relationship between the top of K-State Athletics with K-State men's basketball and head coach Jerome Tang, who's only been here for now in his second season after the 
University has grown so much because of his leadership, the relationship he has with students, the fan base, the effort he has put in to build that relationship could end because now the relationship is torn. Cannot say for a fact if it is or not. We don't know how they feel. We do know earlier today that Jerome Tang and Dream Dowling went out to those that were waiting to protest or maybe talk with Richard Linton in front of his residence. And Jerome Tang and Dream Dowling met them and said, hey guys, instead let's let's spread love. And soon after Tang and Dowling left, those that were waiting outside left as well. Let if, me let me play devil's advocate for a moment because we took a phone call off the air in hour one. And this person pointed out that throughout the entirety of this, you will notice some key points. The first being that Naquan Tomlin was the only person charged in this entire incident in Aggieville. No other person was charged nor arrested. The point that they were getting at was that right then and there, the fact that he was charged, the fact that he is in the diversion agreement, even though that that means that it's coming off of the criminal record at 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 the end of the meeting of that diversionary agreements terms. Correct. Naquan has not pleaded guilty and he has not been convicted. Correct. That is the way diversion agreements work. Yep. The point, though, that they brought up with was essentially that he had his chance and that was it. And they didn't believe that he should be back on the team because he had been criminally charged for a fight. I mean, I can kind of understand the point. I think one of the things that has happened is that in a lot of ways, we have gotten siloed into some of this on the social media side in talking about it and and through the athletic side that there are some things, I think, from a community standpoint and, and outside that maybe we aren't fully considering in the discussion that there are some privacy issues. I brought up FERPA earlier, which is federal regulation regarding student privacy. There are some things at play, I think, that that, that are, are still there that we're not going to get the answers anytime soon. That's the worst part about it. We want clarity, but there isn't going to be any clarity. But I think in a lot of ways it turned into what things do via social media in that it quickly gains fire online and then develops to the point that we had the protest yesterday. Well, you just touched on something there. There, there has been a lack of clarity. Everybody wants answers, and we may not get those answers unless Naquan decides to speak publicly about it. Correct. Um, but also with the lack of that clarity, everything happened very quickly from whatever leaks there were initially to – the student body at the Villanova game, those that, that were there in a packed house, um, were chanting, we want Naquan. N- now I'm hearing, you know, that you know, Richard Linton, I, I, I'm, you know, when I say I'm hearing this, this has been, I'm not going to mention any names again, but it's been in a way reported that he was unhappy about that and left the game. And then, you know, th- th- there is questions about why this happened so fast and why it happened now. After the uproar did take place, 
instead of trying to settle some things down without clarity or with clarity, let's just kick him off the team. And I understand the questions of, well, you know, Naquan Tomlin did show up to that that protest mm-hmm. and was shaking hands with everybody. Tyler Perry was there. Uh, David Gasson walked by. Um, did K-State see that as fuel to the fire? I don't know. But- I, I don't know that Naquan's social media post yesterday helped out very much in his own case. Because I think that that added to if the thoughts in regards to Richard Linton are valid. I I think that that kind of, it was an attempt to put pressure on the situation and it backfired on him. That's kind of the way I see it. Yeah, I don't know, man. You're you're making your case and unfortunately... You're not the one holding the holding the strings at the end of the day. Like I, know. I said earlier, I gotta you know, I, I want to respond in a certain way. Um, you know, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, obviously we'll continue this conversation. You know, I I question why was there not more trust put in just the athletics department to handle this. Um, you know, and especially coming after what you know, this was from. Two games ago, when Will McNair didn't play, Drum Tang gave us a very good insight of how he handles these situations mm-hmm. when there is a question of character, when mistakes are made, and how he looks at that and chooses to handle it was was very insightful, and I loved hearing it about how he handles these situations. We'll hear that back, um, and plus I'll play back the last statement that was made by Na- uh, about Naquan Tomlin from Jerome Tang when we come back on the game. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back in the game. Mitch Fortner and Troy Coverdale, just us two today. The fun number 537-1350 if you want to chime in on the uh, on the Naquan Tomlin story. No longer with K-State men's basketball. He has dis- been dismissed from the team. It's right before the season, he was charged with a uh, misdemeanor. Fighting or brawling, disorderly conduct. Got into a scuffle at, uh, at Tubby's. 
in Aggieville, and since then he has been put on diversion. Um, don't know where he's at in the process of completing that diversion, but he has not pled guilty. He has not been uh, convicted of the crime. But uh, boy, I mean, and it's such a long story. I, I attempt to recap. <laughs> it, it, you know, when you you have an hour, yeah, it's right. It, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, I, I hope you've been keeping up with it. I just don't have the time to to try to recap everything. But, you know, one of the biggest parts of this story that just has me scratching my hand and, and head and just wanting to know more answers is just it appears that the possibility of Naquan ever being reinstated to the team off his indefinite suspension. Um that took place prior to the season starting, uh, it, it just sounds like it kept getting pulled back and pulled back. Like there was a there was a chance of him being reinstated, but it gets, then it gets pulled back for whatever reason. And it's a whatever reason we may never even know about. Um, but it, it goes back to what was had been reported earlier today during this whole process, during these last few months that reported that President Richard Linton had told – K-State basketball, Jerome Tang, the coaching staff, that for Naquan to be reinstated, he has to meet certain criteria. He has to do this, 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 whatever checklist it is. Don't know what's on it. Don't know what it took uh, for Naquan Tomlin to be reinstated. He's got to do all this stuff. And from what we learned, he had done those things. And, And we all know that if you've been going to the games, I don't know how well it was documented on TV. But if you've been going to the games, you've noticed the last four home games that Tomlin has been on the bench, not as an active player, never warmed up. He came out of the locker room right before tip-off to join the team and to want to just be a teammate, cheer on his brothers, cheer him on to victory. And more people noticed that. That evolved to information being leaked. That it's Richard Linton that is keeping or keeping um, Naquan Tomlin off the court, and fast forward t- less than two days later, after protests, after we want Naquan chance, after Naquan Tomlin showing up to the protest, we now have Naquan Tomlin off the basketball court. But I'm asking, like, okay, so if he had met that criteria, he did the things he was supposed to to be reinstated. Why did he never get reinstated? Why did he get keep getting pushed back until now it's just before graduation and now he's off the team? It, it's just so many questions that I have that we're begging for answers. And we don't necessarily have them without little hearsay or le- people hearing from other people. And it's just been a long chain of this person said this. It's an educated, you know, it's a, it's a decently educated guess or information that we can share you know I, and I've been very hesitant hmm. about what I've said today um you and me both yeah but with all that being said you know I go back to this quote from Jerome Tang after the North Alabama game Will McNair did not play because he made some sort of a mistake and here's a little bit of that story and how Jerome Tang chooses to approach these type of things we have this saying that tough people do the next right thing, and guys gotta, when they mess up, they have to do the next right thing. 
unfortunately he he didn't it's not something that's major like y'all might think i was crazy but i know he has to grow in some areas to help him for the rest of his life what i do is more about more than just trying to win basketball games obviously i know if i don't win i'm gonna get fired i got that but i, I can live with myself if i make the best decision for these young men to help them grow and become great husbands and great fathers and we don't win basketball games i can't live with myself if I just use them to win games and then they go off from here and they can't be productive citizens and and great husbands and great fathers. So you heard it there, Drum Tang believes that, and I'm sure a lot of coaches are this way, but I really love the way Drum Tang explained that. That the way he sees it is, and and these are my words, that he looks to develop these men as productive citizens as mature adults and guys that can be leaders in their own way moving forward puts that first than developing basketball players. Um, and we've heard these kind of, you know, it's not just K-State, we've heard the, of these kind of different kind of situations and how it's been handled. Um, Drum Tang, no doubt about it, seems like the guy that can handle this. Right. And get things taken care of and make sure that if a student athlete of his makes a makes a big mistake, gets arrested, whatever it is. And this was a very this was a serious arrest. He put his hands on somebody. That's not good. Um, and from what I understand, Naquan had never been in trouble before. I don't know his history, but that's just what I've heard. Um, that drum tang can make sure that he does the things that he needs to to be a better person, learn, learn from that experience, and by the way, take care of any legal obligations that are necessary after whatever punishments are laid down. Jerome Tang is going to make sure that these guys do the right thing and become better people from it and continue to grow after that takes place and learn from mistakes. Um, but again... I go back to what I said yesterday. Is there something we're missing that's that's bigger than what we know? Don't know. Uh, I, we are left with questions unanswered. This was the last statement made by Drum Tang when it came to the status of Naquan Top. Nothing's changed about the status. I, I told y'all going into this, I'm treating it like a season-ending injury. Unless something different happens, and uh, we're, we're I'm excited for him. He's going to graduate in uh, a few days. And so um, that's the next step in this process for him and for us. And uh, just going to keep loving and supporting him and, you know, and see, see where things go from there. And I don't know if there was uh, a discussion previous to yesterday, if it was a month ago, a week ago, whenever it was, that there was dialogue exchange that Naquan at some point or another would be dismissed from the team. I don't know. Like that, that would be fishing to me that in a way doesn't seem right, but I don't know. I mean, that is, that is a possibility, but that statement you heard from Jerome Tang had been the consistent message that the status hasn't changed. We're going to continue to love him and we're going to continue to work with him, make sure he's doing the right things. And now he's going to graduate and be the first member of his family to graduate from college. That right there, I think, was the priority on the part of the coaching staff at that point. They've not been more than uh, more than stating in the public the key point. 
and that is that you know we know that this is an indefinite suspension but that their interest was getting him graduated first uh, I, that that to me still strikes me as having been the most important thing on their minds throughout the entirety of this i i'm left with just saying this to kind of put a bow on this conversation for today there's really only one guarantee right now we already know this richard linton you know from the decision that has been made and the way this has been handled i'm going to use a, a wrestling i'm going to use some pro wrestling lingo here has nuclear heat right now with the with the fan base mm. nuclear nu, I, I can't even say the word nuclear nuclear heat. <laughs> let's give it the george w bush effort nuclear that, that's as much heat as you can get yeah. um and you're going to hear it at basketball games i mean i have when i when i have my first read of the game <laughs> i say good evening ladies and gentlemen on behalf of k-state president richard linton athletics director gene taylor and head coach jerome tang mm-hmm. Welcome to Fred Bramlage Coliseum on the of the campus of Kansas State University. Um, you're going to boy until and most likely until more is known, it's not going to stop. But I, I I'm interested to see how it does evolve, and I hope it evolves this way. That it's not necessarily so much pointed towards who you feel is the most guilty party. I think our main focus should be to do what Jerome Tang and Dream Dowling said to students just moments ago, and that's spread love. And that is us spreading love to those that have done the most for Kansas State University, in my opinion, and that is Jerome Tang and this men's basketball team. Show up to Bramlage, cheer your butts off, make it the toughest environment in America, and let Drum Tang and this team know that you still love them and you have their back. And you're going to have their back moving forward. Because like I said earlier, my fear now is that there is a fractured relationship between this coaching staff and the team and those at the top of Kansas State University. And that will lead to something that I don't even want to say. Because if that happens, things are going to drastically unravel in a scary way. Um, and that could set K-State back a ways. That kind of thing, just this alone. I mean, if we didn't have the leadership of Jerome Tang and Gene Taylor, if we didn't have that, this could truly set us back a while. But I, I mean, I have so much trust in those guys, and it's not just them. It's the, 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 the coaching staffs that are on place, not in just football and, or in, in, in basketball. I mean, in football and in baseball and volleyball and soccer. I mean, these are – if I left anybody out, I'm sorry, but these are very trusted coaches. I mean, we are very – we got a very solid group of coaches at Kansas State University that these student-athletes trust. Drum Tang is right now the leader of that group. When I come to like vocal leaders and those that the fan base, they love to interact with, there's nobody that can touch Drum Tang. 
and I'll say this very clearly, we cannot afford to lose him. That's how important this guy is to our university. It's been just such a short amount of time. And Caller said it yesterday. The way he got rid of the blank KU chant is a huge sign of that. A huge sign of that. And that was just put in place because of effort, time, and love. So that's why I say, take the words from Jerome Tang and Jareem Dowling. Spread love for the rest of this college basketball season. All right, let's take a break. Number one song. Next. Okay, I mentioned it earlier to you before we got started this afternoon on the show. What in the wide, wide world of and one sports is those basketball courts for the uh, in-season tournament? Hate them. Awful. Hate them. They, they look terrible. Have you? It's overkill. You, do you get a glimpse of the one now in Vegas that they've got? It, game's yes, currently on. Oh, I don't. I don't. I, I couldn't I care less. I couldn't care less about regular season NBA basketball. To be quite honest with you, regular season ish. By the way, uh, I just saw here that uh, Def Leppard and Journey are going to go on a uh, stadium tour next summer. Depending on the city, their opening band will either be Steve Miller Band, Heart, or Cheap Trick. Coors Field got the Cheap Trick version. I saw Fenway Park got Heart. That's the that's Ooh. the version I would want to go to. Unfortunately, if you want to go to this tour, though, you're yeah, you're going to be out. St. Louis is your closest date. All right, we got to go for Troy. I'm Mitch. Go Cats.